On behalf of the Episcopal Diocese of Maine, welcome to this eight-episode series, Seeking the Gift of Hope. Our guest is Father Martin Smith. Martin is well-known throughout the Episcopal Church and beyond as a spiritual director, a retreat and workshop leader, and an author whose books exploring contemporary spirituality have gained a wide readership. His books include A Season for the Spirit, The Word is Very Near You, Love Set Free, Compass and Stars, and Reconciliation. We hope that you will find each episode in this series thought-provoking in this time of uncertainty and a stimulus to prayer and conversation. Share this podcast with your friends and your faith community and explore with them different facets of hope as a gift of God, the Holy Spirit. Thank you for joining me in a conversation exploring hope as a gift of God. Our first podcast is called, What is Hope? Think of this as the beginning of a conversation. Obviously, I get to speak first, but please continue this exploration in your own heart, in discussion with others who have also listened in, but above all with God in your prayer. This is a time of anxiety and uncertainty about what kind of future our society, our nation, our planet, the churches of God are going to face. The pandemic, the uprisings to protest police brutality and intolerable racial injustice, dramatic climate events force us to admit that the ground under our feet is shaking. People are searching to find grounds for hope when excuses for optimism are losing credibility. These podcasts offer one thread to follow to ensure that we don't tackle hope merely in political and secular terms. We are going to consider hope very specifically as a gift that God offers us through the Holy Spirit. We have just celebrated the Feast of Pentecost, and now it's time to re-embrace God's offer to be in us as life-giving spirit, inspiring faith, hope and love. Hope has always been overshadowed by the other two in this trio, but now a critical moment of uncertainty is the time to bring hope into the foreground of our thought and prayer. Our series of reflections is deliberately named Seeking the Gift of Hope not merely considering hope, but desiring it. They won't amount to much unless we are prepared to ask ourselves seriously, do I want to be a hopeful and hope-sharing person? Do I need and long for a renewal of hope in my life? These conversations are not just meant to be interesting, but to be arousing. And if they work, we will find ourselves asking God to refill our hearts with hope, even permitting ourselves to use strong language for our desire, words like yearn. Now, some clarification about what authentic hope actually is from the perspective of the Gospel. Let's distinguish hope from some things with which it is very commonly confused. First, hope is not the same as optimism. 
Optimism is an attitude of positive thinking which wages that things will work out right, that the good usually outweighs the bad in time, that it is unhealthy not to look on the bright side, that one can always find signs that difficulties are going to give way. Beneath the cheerful surface of optimism, hidden effort is often being expended to repress evidence for danger. The key characteristic of hope is that it looks unflinchingly at what actually does threaten our future with chaos and decline, just as it also takes in signs of fruitfulness. Hope courageously renounces denial as a coping mechanism. Secondly, hope is not the same as canny prediction. Expert investors may announce that they are hopeful about certain sectors of the market because they can extrapolate from data generated by sophisticated computer programs. But hope is not a rational forecast based on insider's knowledge. Hope comes into play where it can seem impossible to predict what is going to happen. Remember that Jesus the embodiment of hope could not predict the long-term outcome of his ministry. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Luke 18.8 Thirdly, hope is not a matter of temperament, a psychological trait that certain people are endowed with and others lack. Hope isn't a quirk of character a bias towards viewing the glass as half full rather than half empty. If hope is a gift open to all from God, it must be distinguished from Pollyanna-like tendencies displayed by a certain type of personality. Others, who soberly weigh the real possibilities of failure, tragedy and hardship, or who struggle with depression in various degrees, have their rightful claim on hope as a gift of the Spirit. Finally, hope is not the same as the liberal belief in the inevitability of progress, the seductive bias that assures us that technology, so-called development, or a particular ideology, or the magic pull of evolution, will lead us inexorably to a better future for all. The multiple crises precipitated by the current pandemic, as well as the menaces of rapid climate change, are exposing the weakness of the foundations supporting this cult of progress. When Christians talk of hope as a gift of the Spirit, we mean that hope, like faith and love, is the character of God the Creator. Hope is not an antidepressant, that God administers to make us upbeat, or a positive mindset that God can download into our brains. To receive the gift of hope means making our heart available for empathy with God, so that our heart will resonate with the beating heart of God, so that we feel more and more what God feels about the world and ourselves. I remember vividly, Witnessing a physics experiment as a kid in which the teacher folded a scrap of paper 
over one of the strings of a guitar laid on a table, and then struck a note on a piano on the other side of the room. Instantly, the paper jumped into the air. The guitar string had been tuned to the identical note, and vibrated sympathetically under the influence of the sound waves. Through the tuning action of the spirit, we resonate with the dancing vibrations of God's self-entrusting faith, God's self-giving love, and God's hopefulness, which bring creative newness to birth, even where death seems to be having the last word. We hope, in partnership and communion with God, who hopes for liberation, healing, reconciliation, and fullness of life. Paul prays for the Christians in Rome like this. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans 15.13 So the questions at the heart of the quest for the gift of heart are these. What is God hoping for? What does God yearn to bring about? Where is the desiring of God drawing us? To receive the gift of God's hope is to be caught up in the current of God's yearning to heal, repair and remake the world. It is a matter of offering ourselves as partners in the desire of God to make all things new. When we are open to the yearning of God, our yearning is aroused and we want to become co-creative with God, offering ourselves as active agents of God's irrepressible hopefulness. Please join me for the next episode, when we will go on to explore Jesus' proclamation of the arrival of God's reign, and his invitation to undergo a change of heart, and enter with him into this realm of radical hopefulness. Thank you for listening to the Faith in Maine podcast, brought to you by the Episcopal Diocese of Maine.